What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Hooplex, where we talk about basketball and wrestling, unscripted and uncensored. My name is Jarrell Thomas. I'm Jonathan Brown. And we're going to start this episode off on a little bit of a rough note. Um, I want to get this out the way now so I can actually have some positive energy for the rest of the show. Um, So this is about wrestling. And if I'm pissed off about something about wrestling, y'all probably already know what that means. Um, If not, um, Vince McMahon strikes again and we got more fucking releases. And... This might be the worst list out of all the ones they've done. This this genuinely might be the worst list. So here, I'm, I'm going to start from the bottom and work my way up to the top. Uh, Jesse Kamea, Lince Dorado, Oni Lorcan, Zayda Ramirez, Jeet Rama, Grand Metal League, Frankie Monet, or better known as Taya Valkyrie, Trey Baxter, uh, Katrina Cortez, B-Fab, Scarlett, Harry Smith, Mia Yim, Ember Moon, Nia Jax, Eva Marie, Karrion Cross, and Keith Lee. Um, John, you you I, you you can speak on this first. Um, what what is your reaction to all these releases, and especially with the fact that yet again they said it was because of budget cuts? Um, it's sad seeing all those people being released out of nowhere. And especially on the same day after, I believe, their quarter earnings were released, the third quarter earnings. And it was like $256 million that they earned in the third quarter of the year. And then they released all those people. So I'm like, how in the hell do you earn $256 million and then release all those people? Something is not right. Either y'all are overpaying some wrestlers, like – not like main event, not like the people who were like released. I'm talking like overpaying the main event stars more than they are actually worth to the point where you got to release the people, the, the undercard people who people actually watch and think they're entertaining. I think that was, that's so crazy and ironic, but yeah. Yeah, um, I have I have a lot of thoughts. Um, the first thing, um, you know, I, I always say, I, we say it just about every episode, Vince McMahon's going to hell. And, you know, we got to think about it. It's more than just Vince McMahon. Like, yes, does Vince McMahon have a special seat next to Satan himself in hell? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Very Absolutely. special. Like, Very special seat made right next to Satan. His it was name, custom. the WWE logo, everything is going to be Oh, on. yeah. But Nick Khan and John Laurinaitis are just as guilty, man. Like, yeah, I don't like ever since Nick Khan has come through the company, I don't know what his his mo, MO is, but something ain't right. Like, something my right. first thing out, because the first thing I said, I'm like, wait, are Nick Khan and Tony Khan related? They're not. Nope. But uh, I, I don't know, man, because... This this is this is ridiculous, man. Like for them to say it's budget cuts, but they literally just got hella blood money from Saudi Arabia. Like I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. Now I'm gonna go through a couple people on this list that just blew my fucking mind. Um, Taya Valkyrie. Um, now I heard that the name Frankie Monet was her idea, so I can't bash that name, even though it is stupid. 
that is just a terrible name from Titan Valkyrie. But, you know, they didn't do shit with her. They, they did absolutely nothing with it. She, I guess she had a match with Raquel and lost, and that was it. Um, B-Fab, that pissed me off. That pissed yeah. me off. Yeah, that, that had me upset. Like, y'all literally just brought Hit Row up. And apparently, like, I was going through tweets yesterday. Hit Row was B-Fab's idea. So it's her idea. Oh, if it, it's her idea. And y'all took her off. Okay, 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 Vince. Um, Scarlet, Scarlet and Karen. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Ember Moon running NXT. Exactly. They were running that shit. Like they they literally like, and then you bring him up. You bring them up and you separate you them. And then you have um, Jeff Hardy. And I, everybody knows I love Jeff. We all love Jeff. But come on now. Karrion should have whooped his ass in three seconds. That, that yes. Um, Ember Moon was done so dirty. Like, it, it's, it's always the main roster shit. She was that she was the shit in NXT. She went to the main roster, didn't do shit. They take her back to NXT, didn't do shit. Now they fucking released her. Um Nia Jax. Okay. We gotta talk about this Nia Jax one because I think mm-hmm. I might have sent it in the group chat, but yeah. apparently Nia Jax was on mental health leave mm-hmm. when they released her. What what do you think about that? She was on mental health leave and they were like, okay, you're coming back November 15th, I believe. Yeah. And then she was like, nah, I need more time. And then they released her without any warning, nothing. That's kind of messed up. That That's kind of messed up because it's like, all right, we're going to let you come back on this date. But she was like, okay, I need a break. Then she called us for an update. Like, I haven't heard anything and you don't even hit her back or anything, then you go to say you're going to release it. That's kind of messed up. That, that's that's kind of messed up. I, I think they should have just given her an update or just told her ahead, like, hey, we're going to have budget cuts firings coming soon. And we're just going to let you know ahead of time you're going to be one of them. They should have just let her know. Yeah, That's, that's messed up. Yeah, because and it's like we made our jokes about Nia Jax, but we always said, like, okay, at least send her back to the performance center. Because I mean, she, I'm gonna be honest, she wasn't like the worst wrestler, she just had hell of bodies to hurt people, she was just unsafe, yeah. Um, so that 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 really sucks, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, Nia Jax could be someone in the fight between Becky, Bianca, Sasha, and Charlotte. If you really think about it, if instead she, of getting rematches. It, it, if she instead of like having her like in rematches with like or stupid storylines with what uh when she was partners with what was her name Shayna yeah Shayna Baszler Shayna Baszler could be way over there <laughs> in the title in the title picture but I don't know what's going on creatively um who else was on this picture me again bro. Like, didn't she be caught up? Yeah, she was part of um, was it 
what's the name of that group that we all forgot about? It started with an R. Um, what was the name? Retribution. Yeah, she was in there. Yeah. And they didn't do anything with that. No, and they, they just had her sitting around for months doing nothing. Nothing. I don't. I don't understand. And then they caught her. She just got drafted. I, she I did. Could have sworn she got drafted. Let me. Let me. Look was, of course, yeah, yeah. I could have swore she got drafted. Oh yeah, she did. She got drafted overall. Wow. Wow. That is that's so crazy. That is so crazy. That that's literally insane. Um, okay, somebody that y'all wouldn't think that I would actually be kind of hot about, but not for the reasons y'all think. Eva Marie. Um, I'm mad about it, but not for the reasons y'all think. Y'all know I don't I hated Eva Marie. I didn't even think they should have brought her back. But here's my concern, here's my issue with this. They told her pack all your shit move to Orlando they they had told her take everything because I think she's from I think she's from LA she seemed like she's from California yeah yeah she she is from California so they told her take everything you have move from California to Orlando just to let her go eight months later like she literally stopped everything she was doing with her life to come back did we want her back no was she still terrible in the ring yes was she still just as irrelevant as ever absolutely but for her to literally move all her stuff for the company and just for her to get released that that does not sit right with me at all like that's that's dirty as hell that's dirty as hell even though I, even though we don't follow her, bro, that's that's uncalled for. Yeah, and the 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 one I want to talk about the most, um, John, you 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 can take this one first. Fucking Keith Lee, what what what? Oh yeah, <sighs> yeah. I, I I man, he gets COVID has this heart uh, inflammation, heart inflammation. So he, he sits out, takes care of his health. He comes back, repackaged as uh, Keith Bearcat Lee. At first, everybody was confused about what Bearcat was, but Bearcat was actually a tribute to, I believe, Bearcat Wright, who was popular, was popular in the 1950s and the 1960s. And I think he was the first black world champion ever. I believe so. Yeah, he won the yeah, the world the WWA World Heavyweight Championship five days after Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Wow, this is okay. Okay. So, and he's in the Hall of Fame as well. So he has a history. So this is like a very nice tribute. Okay. Makes sense. We respect that. I'm going to support it. Let's keep it going. And then he gets, then Keith Lee, he gets released. So I'm like, what? Like, and then you get, then you see an Instagram comment saying, Keith Lee, it wasn't Keith Lee's idea with the Bearcat gimmick. 
I, I don't understand that. So See, who idea was that? That got me hot. That <laughs> really got me hot. Because I'm like, okay, bear cat. I'm like, okay, I fuck with it. It's like, I'm like, okay, what the fuck is a bear cat at first? Then when I found out, I mean, I'm like, okay, it could work. It could work. And then they have him do like two matches and he just kills people. And I'm like, okay, wh- where are we going with it? Then it gets released and we're like, what the fuck? And then we find out that this tribute the whole time wasn't his idea. So I want to I really want to know what was the the purpose, the reasoning behind it. Because if it wasn't his idea and you stuck it on, what were you trying to do? And whose idea was it? And why and matter of fact, here's the thing. They never acknowledged it on TV. Not once. Not once. Hmm. So it was a tribute that they never acknowledged. I don't get it. I, I don't understand. Because, hell, if at least they had mentioned Bearcat right on TV, I'd be like, okay. But they never did. So then to the casual audience, they just see, oh, well, he has a weird nickname. But why? Like, Keith Lee. Whoever's idea was it needs to, like, reveal themselves. That's number one. Number two, I know it wasn't creative's idea. I know it definitely wasn't WWE's creative's idea. Because it ain't nobody just doing a tribute. A Black man doing a tribute to another Black man. Oh, no. Oh, no. They would, they would never in their wildest dreams ever, ever think of something that creative. No. Exactly. Never. Yeah. You know, that that just has Vince written all over it. But, man, that that's... I'm, I'm not the type of person to say, oh, AEW needs to pick them up or Impact needs to pick them up. It, Keith Lee and Ember better end up, like, Tony Khan better be on the fucking phone his phone better he better keep his ringer on because keith and ember need to sign there mm-hmm. or they need to new japan not ring of honor new japan or impact wrestling or shoot any wrestling promotion <laughs> they can they can get a huge signing exactly with these releases bro and like, I, I just want to say this, too. Like, if you're thinking about being a wrestler, you know, everybody's dream is to go to WWE. But at this point, are you sure that's where you want to go? Because, like, let's, let's just keep it a stack. If your name is not Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns or you're not directly involved with Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns, you genuinely could get released tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm, I, I wouldn't say, you know, they I, – I feel like they – at this point, they got to sell. I don't know who to. You know, I've heard the Disney rumors. At this point, man, just, just make it happen. Just, just, just sell. I don't want them to go to Disney. Because if they go to Disney, then how, how do I say it? WWE will have to cancel the contract with Fox. And oh, shit. You know what? Yeah. They will have to cancel the contract. And they will have to go to ABC. Man. Or ESPN or Disney or Disney Channel. Man, can you watch that shit on Disney Channel? <laughs> can you imagine Horace SmackDown on Disney Channel? <laughs> Disney Channel. Dark. You gotta It'll wait be like, for 
Whatever like, show, whatever kids shows about to end, <laughs> bro. You you gonna you gonna be done watching um fucking uh reruns of Phineas and Ferb, and you gonna Best. see. Here's your tribal chief, Roman Reigns. And you're watching Disney Channel. Disney XD. Acknowledge me. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. That That's shit would world, kill bro. me. That shit would kill me, bro. It, bro, like, it, what song would they even change to, bro? Like, they had to, they actually. Just <laughs> oh. listen, bro, like, I already don't understand how WWE is PG. I don't understand how the hell you have a PG wrestling show. But just imagine that with Disney, bro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No chair shots, bro. No chair shots. Oh my God. <laughs> no putting people through tables. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. This, this will have to expand something, bro. They, they have to at least go PG-13 for that. Bro, I'm oh sorry. Oh my god. I'm sorry. If they put someone through a table, Karen would file a report. <laughs> All of the Karens and their kids watching wrestling. Oh my oh god, my this is traumatic to bro, my child. They gonna they gonna put SmackDown on ESPN Plus, bro. If I ever oh. have to if I ever had to pay to watch SmackDown, I'm like, bro, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you actually think about it, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. As I think, if you think about it now, you say ESPN Plus. They can leave Peacock, because Peacock's ass. They can leave Peacock. Hey, you know what? You know what? That's a great That's idea. That's actually a great idea. That's a great Move idea. Move to WWE Network to ESPN Plus. That, that is a great idea. Well, and then you can, like, rewatch the pay-per-views on ESPN Plus. That would be crazy. Because you you have the, um, there's a Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN bundle package. Nigga, oh my! Oh, that's that would be heat. That would be heat. That was fire. You know what? At this point, man, we made the jokes, but look, Vince, Nick, sell, sell, sell the company. Okay, sell it, sell it to Disney. Sell the company to Bob Chapek. Sell it, sell it. Do it, do it, do it. Listen, y'all can get just just do it, just do it, just do it. I'm telling you, it's a great idea. It is a great idea. But um, a little bit of a mini topic because we mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, talking about Ring of Honor. Um, oh boy. Um, yeah. So for those of y'all that didn't hear, um, Ring of Honor recently just released all of their wrestlers but not in a WWE type of way where it was due to budget cuts or anything. But Ring of Honor, honestly, might be the second best wrestling company when it came to handling the pandemic because they weren't doing any shows or anything, but they still had everybody on the payroll. Um, And they recently, like, they they announced that um, they're going on hiatus until at least April, um, just trying to figure out what they're going to do because, I mean – you can pay have them on the payroll all you want, but they're not doing shows at all. They're not doing shows in front of a crowd, so they're losing that revenue, and they're losing a lot of money. So they might go out of business. Um, I don't know. Unfortunately, um, and it 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 sucks because like I'm I'm gonna be honest, like I didn't watch Ring of Honor. 
Um, I really can't tell you who's on the roster or who was on the roster. But, you know, you got guys that came through the industry, like, you know, Punk, Samoa Joe, Daniels, AJ Styles, all, all of them came through Ring of Honor. So it sucks to see that for sure. Um, oh, Angelina Love is a Ring of Honor? Oh. Wait, okay. Angelina Love. Um, let me see. That Dan Hawson dude that everybody be talking about. Um, EC3. I think he can, um, yeah. The Briscoes, Jay Lethal. Oh, shit, Jay Lethal? Yeah, Jay Lethal. In the Ring of Honor. Kenny, that man is King, Ring of Honor. Maria. Maria. Oh, yeah, her and Mike Bennett. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, Let's see. Who else? I'm, I'm trying to see if it's somebody else. Yeah, her and Mike okay. Bennett. Mike like Bennett. Um, PJ Black, crazy ass. Um, Shane Taylor. Oh yeah, I heard of him. He used to be a key fleet partner in the Indies. Um, yeah, it's a solid roster. It's 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 solid. But uh, John, what do you what do you think is gonna be the future of Ring of Honor from this point? Do you do you think they're gonna go out of business or? I hope they don't go out of business. I really hope they don't because Ring of Honor, before it was like AEW, Ring of Honor was like the third alternative watch for wrestling. We have WWE dominating TNA. And then when you're like, let me get a little tired of TNA, you watch Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor was like, okay, someone from this company could get signed to either TNA WWE, we're going to see their evolution as a wrestler, and we're going to appreciate it. So when I hear Ring of Honor, like, release all the wrestlers and they go out of business, it's like, damn, that, that's something you don't want to see. Because now you have up-and-coming wrestlers, they're losing another alternative way to get to the top. Now Ring of Honor won't be that... Uh, won't be an option anymore if they go out of business. I don't want them to go out of business. Yeah, me either. So now they now we got wrestlers, they gotta go through an independent business and who who knows what dirty work they do in the independent wrestling 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 world. Who knows how dirty it is? Who knows who's abusing who what are they doing? Either they're not getting paid, they have to sleep in their cars, like I don't, I, I don't want to see that. And then one thing that's been pissed me off about it is that people are saying that AEW is the reason why this is happening to some of the lower small promotions. And I'm just sitting there like, oh. y'all, y'all blame me. I'm like, WWE literally did that shit in the 60s, 70s, and 80s to the point where it was AWA and like Mid-South and all those other ones. Mm-hmm. To the point where WWE was literally the only wrestling company until I don't know. They did the same shit to WCW. They did the same shit to CNA. Mm-hmm. They did the same shit to Ring of Honor. They did the same shit to everybody else until AEW came around. So AEW has been actually helping instead of destroying. So I don't, 
I'm like I'm not an AEW like hate lover WWE hater like I love all wrestling but I can't fuck with WWE right now for obvious reasons but it's like dude like come on now like people are lacking common sense and it's bothering me a, a lot so I don't, I don't understand that but on that note ladies and gentlemen speaking of AEW Next weekend is Full Gear, and I didn't even realize there was a show going on, but this match card is beautiful. It ain't going to be as good as All Out, but it might, it might be like a, sec, a close second or third for pay-per-views of the decade. So we're going we're gonna to talk about the card. Um, I'm going to start from the bottom because the way that Wikipedia has it set up, the main event's not going to be the main event. Okay, so first up is Christian and the Jurassic Express versus Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. And, oh boy. I love Adam Cole. I love Christian. I love Jungle Boy. I love all three. The dumb fucks, y'all know I don't like them. Y'all know I don't, I, I don't like Luchasaurus. But I think it could be. Oh, it's a false count anywhere six man tag team. Oh Lord, you know how many Canadian destroyers are going to be. You know how many super kids are going to be. Dude, it's gonna be. They're gonna do a Canadian destroyer backstage. Oh my God. They're gonna be doing it in the crowd. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I definitely think it'll be entertaining. Um, You're gonna super kick a fan. <laughs> I mean, part of me still wants Adam Cole to turn on the elite because personally they're holding him back. Um, for those of you that have been watching, look, I don't like the super click. Um, I love I, I I just like Adam Cole. I like Adam Cole, and that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, the kissing thing, I mean, it's just it's weird, and it, it's just weird. Like he put somebody in a camel clutch, and then the young bus just come up. And just kiss him on the cheek, and that's the they do it every week. And I'm just kind of like, why? <laughs> why? Like crazy. I have no, I have no issue with it, but I'm just like, why is it every single week? Like you just just wrestle, damn. Like they they do that. Also, shout out to the dark order, man. Cause you know, a couple weeks ago, they pulled the Young Bucks out the ring and kissed Adam Cole, and I, I love that. That that was hilarious. But I am going with Christian and the Jurassic Express. Actually, you know what? I'm going with the Super Click. You can't have Adam Cole lose already. You can't. No. Can't have Adam Cole losing a Christian. Must be I love Christian, but no. Yeah. Nah. Ooh. Okay. Next match. They announced this last night. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Man, New York, uh, this Chicago. Is this is hard. This is hard. This is hard. Look, I love Punk and I love Eddie equally. Um, if Punk wasn't undefeated, still I would go Eddie. But <laughs> okay, because I, I I purposely didn't watch SmackDown last night because I was pissed off. I turned on Rampage. 
And Punk and Eddie, well, Eddie just lit CM Punk ass up with a promo. He was like, bro, he was basically like, nobody in the back wants you here. And then Punk called him a bum. And then Eddie came back. He was like, well, you know, I made an event in full gear last year. And I almost had to sell my house. But I'm still here busting my ass. So I'm not a bum. And then Eddie was like, when I beat your ass, then you can just go leave again for another seven years. I'm just like, damn, like, damn, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm going to say Punk. But they really made Punk look like a heel, so now I'm kind of confused on who I'm going to root for, who I'm supposed to root for. But they made CM Punk feel like a heel last night. Yeah, but CM Punk would never be a heel again. Let's just be real. Yeah. If they I mean, knew- they was booing him. They were booing him. <laughs> what? Yes, bro. Like when it's when he called Eddie a bum, bro. They start booing the fuck out of him. Wow. Wow. But they were booing when Eddie said nobody wanted to see him pump there. Oh. So I think the lines might be blurred. Yeah. But who who you going for then? I got punk. I got punk winning. Okay. Um, next, um, oh my God, I can't believe I still have to talk about this. So it's MJ Hill versus Darby Allen. Here's why I'm upset. Darby Allen and Sting should no longer be a thing. I'm sorry. It, it just, I have never, it's never really, it didn't hit for me the way that it was supposed to. I mean, Sting just comes out and he just, he's just there. And I have to hear Darby Allen cut a promo and he's not good at it. And he's against MJF, who's literally the best in the company at cutting promos. And it's so fucking terrible. <laughs> so MJ, and like, you know, MJF has been saying some weird off the wall shit about um, you know, Darby Allen's uncle. Wait, did you wait? Did you hear the story? Okay, so when Darby Allen was a kid. He his his uncle was drunk driving and car crashed, killed his uncle, and Darby survived. MJ has said in the promo that the wrong person died that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude, MJF, is a fucking oh demon. My God. It's a fucking demon. Oh my God. Oh shit. Jesus. Hey. hey man, but shout out, shout out that man MJF for going viral on to, on, on TikTok, bro. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all know y'all know that TikTok where he'd be like, everything's mid. That's that's MJF. A wrestler got a viral TikTok going, man. Shout out MJF. But I feel like Darby Allen's just gonna win because he was talking about shit about his uncle. But MJF, please kill him. Please, please. <laughs> Just kill him, Warlow. Beat the shit out of Sting, just, bro. Just kill both of them, man. Like, it's a regular wrestling match, but I, bro, throw Darby Allen into the crowd. Th- throw him into the crowd. But I, I want MJF to win, but I feel like Darby gonna win. I don't know, but John, what you thinking with that one? Man, I can't believe MJF said that. 
But since he said that Darby's going to win because the crowd is going to be behind Darby and then, oh, man. Damn. Woo, man. And th- that's why MJF's the best in the company right now when it comes to promos. Literally. Like, he really makes you want to cheer for him. Like, he really, even the foulest shit that he says. Like, didn't MJF, didn't he, like, how do I say it? He really put Chris Jericho's song, like his theme song, more over by banning it. Literally. And then had the whole crowd singing Literally. <laughs> like this Bro. man, like, oh my God. That's crazy. And the next match, this might be match of the night. It's the Lucha Brothers versus FTR for the tag team titles. I can't pick. I I I can't pick. I can't That's pick. Something you just gotta watch and the fans win. The fans win. I I can't pick. Um. Next. Huh? Oh boy. Okay. It's a Minneapolis street fight between the Inner Circle, and they're facing Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Andre Arvlowski, Junior Dos Santos, and Dan Lambert. Ain't, ain't um, Junior Dos Santos the guy from UFC? Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, I feel like, you know, they added Dan Lambert, so the inner circle has no choice but to win. I thought they would have put Paige Van Zandt in that bitch and had her just going crazy on all of them, but I guess not. Um, Junior Dos Santos might accidentally kill somebody. I just feel it. I, I just feel it. I mean, he's gonna hurt um, someone. Like, not just like, oh, they're gonna write him off the storyline. He's gonna hurt someone. Yeah. Um, it may be violent, but knowing AEW, when it comes to Inner Circle, it's probably gonna be a um cinematic match because that's what they do with the Inner Circle every time. So, I don't know. But, ooh, these last three matches are, oh, my God. Okay, so at three, um, oh, by the way, um, you know, much respect and prayers out to John Moxley. Um, mm-hmm. He was in the AEW title tournament thing, but he's taking some time off for uh, deal with alcohol addiction, so prayers to him and his family. And in his place is Miro and... John Moxley was supposed to face Orange Cassidy, but instead Miro faced Orange Cassidy. So rest in peace to Orange Cassidy, and I hope I don't see him for a while. But at the show, at the show, we are getting Brian Danielson versus Miro. Yeah. That sounds like a, a WrestleMania matchup. Banger. A banger. Yeah. A banger. Um... I, I got to go Brian Danielson. I have to. I have to. Yeah. I feel like he was going to win it regardless because, I mean, he was facing John Moxley. So I felt like he was going to win because Moxley was like the second champion ever. He doesn't – he didn't need another reign yet. Dude, that match is going to kill – like, they're going to beat the living shit out of each other. And I'm I'm ready for that, bro. That's going to be a straight banger. So I'm going Brian Danielson. Love Miro, but – Brian Danielson. 
That that that's the guy. That banger of a theme song he got. Bro, speaking of bangers, bro. So obviously I didn't watch SmackDown, but you know, I'm in a wrestling Discord and they were saying, Oh, they gave Xavier Woods a new theme song. And I was like, is it like some King of the Ring bullshit or is it actually good? And it was like, no, like this shit actually hits. So I'm like, okay, let me go check Twitter, right? Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, and I don't know how fucking long, WWE did a King of the Ring remix to a theme song, right? First of all, Xavier Woods finally got his own theme song. Yeah. We've been waiting on that, that shit, bro. That shit, that shit hits. That, that, it hits. It hits. I can say that. It hits. Mm-hmm. Man. But moving on to the next match, the second to last match on the card. It's Britt Baker versus Ty Connie for the women's title. I mean, come on now. I mean, Ty Conti is great, but come on now. That is is are we serious? Or is this a joke? <laughs> is you serious, my brother? Are, are, if y'all actually think that Ty Conti is beating Britt Baker, you don't know wrestling. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know who's gonna be Britt Baker. They have a bunch of good women on the roster now. They're about to have more coming soon, but Britt Britt Baker, she should hold the title for at least a year, in my opinion. But uh, John, do you think that Ty Conti has any chance? <laughs> the first time I saw Brett Baker, I thought it was just a random white girl. And then when I saw the crowd do the DMD, I was like, "Oh yeah, she's over." Oh hell, oh hell no, no, bro, <laughs> hey, she's over. No, she's over, <laughs> man. But you know what's fucked up, bro? Um, um, on Brett Baker's birthday a few months ago. WWE posted a YouTube video of a Nia Jax squash match. And do you know who she was facing in that squash match? I think it was her first match on Raw. It was fucking Britt Baker. They did that shit on her birthday. On her birthday, bro. On Britt Baker's birthday? Bro, like, they... I got to see that match. Bro, like, when I tell you, bro... First of all, because I... It was like, when I seen it was Britt Baker, I'm like, what the fuck? This was a 26. It had her as local competitor. Yes, bro. And they did that shit on her birthday. Joe. No way. No way. Yeah, it was her. Yeah, it was her debut. I think it was her debut. Wait a minute. Bro, I just searched it up on YouTube. And you know what I fucking find? A few videos down. Nia Jax from, from from December 2016. Nia Jax versus Scarlet. December 2016. Scarlet. Wow. So they've really been in the business for years. I never even knew she would ever. Damn, bro, they had Scarlet be a jobber in 2016. Damn. Damn. Oh. It's like whenever you see jobbers or like security <laughs> come out, <laughs> you'll be like security, and you Literally. get like 13 security guards come out. Oh you're just God. looking for like, okay, which one will be on the main roster? Literally. <laughs> like, bro, it's a whole bunch of rest like that used to be extras or jobbers, bro. Like MJF freaky starts all of them, bro. But moving on to the main event of the evening. And there is one decision and one decision only that has to be made for the AEW World title. 
It is Jenny Ortega, Kenny Omega, versus Hangman Page. And I swear to God, one more time. Jenny Ortega. Wait, 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 what? Jenny Ortega. Jenny Ortega. Wait a minute, bro. I think she an actor. Hold on. Because, see, I, bro, because when I said it, the name sounded familiar. Oh, she is an actress. She the girl from, um, um, what's the name of that movie? Um, damn it. It was something that just came out a few months ago. Jenna Ortega. Jenny, Jenny Ortega. What show is she in, bro? I'm literally just seeing her. No, you remember? Wait, you watch you? No. Damn. Oh, Jenny the Virgin. Yeah. And she was in you. And she's going to be in the new Scream movie, too. I know. I'm, Jenny, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't realize that was actually your name. I'm so sorry. I, I apologize. But um, if Hangman don't fucking win, I'm going to be pissed. I, I will genuinely be pissed. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't see anything um, other. Yeah, I mean, Adam Page, when he had that ladder match, that Royal Rumble money in the bank. <laughs> Y'all fuck with the concept, though. That is hard. A Royal Rumble money in the bank ladder match. I've never I've That never is a hard ass concept though. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. You got no. a, a, a poker chip. <laughs> that's the briefcase. What? No, that's not a tough concept. <laughs> okay, may, maybe if they changed it from a poker chip to something else. But you can't, bro, you can't tell me that concept isn't hard though. A Royal Rumble money in the bank ladder match, bro. Combining two of the greatest matches in wrestling history, bro. You can't tell me that shit. Like, and they always got a joker, so it's always one person where you don't know who it's gonna be. That shit is hard, bro. But you know what? Make it add another stipulation onto that <laughs> match. I think it should be kind of like a hell in a cell with the ladder match and the royal and the, the royal rumble entrance. But they gotta open the, the top of the gate to get the briefcase. Bro, that sounds like some shit you would make on the like like SmackDown vs. Raw 2011, bro. Exactly. When you could do the custom match shit. Exactly. That sounds just like exactly. And then when they get to the top of the cage, they they beating each other and they throw one off the cage, and then they do the Shane McMahon, they 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 fall on the announce table with mankind. And oh my god. But yeah, bro. Hey man, please beat Kenny. Y'all, I'm I'm sick and tired of him. Anyway, they 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 should have done this a long time ago. But j- just let Hangman win, please, please, yeah, please. But with that being said, that's gonna do it for the wrestling portion. And moving into the NBA, um, this first topic is very uh controversial. Um going to be talking about Robert Sarver and he is the why what's his title what's his title again with Phoenix uh majority owner for the Phoenix okay. Suns majority owner of the Phoenix Suns so basically he's um damn what's the dude from the Clippers name I can't think uh, of his name 
Um, Donald Sterling. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So he's basically Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns, Donald Sterling. And um, there are a lot of reports that have come out about him saying the N-word multiple times um, as a white man. Um, there's also a story about um, when he was trying to recruit um, – Bro, who was it? Because I was literally just reading it. I forgot who the story was about. Was somebody was trying to recruit. Marcus oh. Aldridge. Marcus Aldridge. They were trying to recruit Marcus Aldridge to Phoenix. I got screenshots. Oh, my God. I got screenshots of the oh. article. So I'm going to go one by one with the screenshots. All right. So here's what it is in the ESPN article. After the loss, Suns majority owner Robert Sarvert into the coach's locker room. So the Phoenix Suns just lost to Golden State Warriors. This is what Robert Sarver stated, and I quote, you know, why does Draymond Green get to run up, run up the court and say, nigger or nigga? Sarver, who was white, allegedly said, repeating the N-word several times in a row. Earl Watson, who used to be coach of the Phoenix Suns, you can't say that, Watson told Sarver. It's a Sarver. Why? Draymond Green says nigga. And then Watson, you can't fucking say that. So Jesus. that's just one. Here's another one. During the 2009-2010 season, Sarver entered his son's training room and saw reserve forward Taylor Griffin, who's the older brother of Blake Griffin. I know. Jarrell hates Blake Griffin. But uh, Taylor Griffin was lifting weights. And um, he noticed that uh, Taylor Griffin doesn't have hair on his legs. And Robert Sarver asked Griffin whether he shaved his legs. And Taylor Griffin said, yeah, I do. I do. And Sarver said, he asked as a follow-up question, do you shave your balls too? So, uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Um. Wow. Oh. Um. And wow. Yeah, that, that's a, that's just that's just the second story. But here's another one. <laughs> Sarver was passing around a picture of his wife in a bikini to employees. And speaking about times, trigger warning, his wife performed oral sex on him. Some said the longtime owner fostered an environment in which employees felt they were his property. Even once asking any woman whether he owned her, like O-W-N-E-D, owned her to determine whether she worked for the Suns. There's another time he used the N-word. So Sarver once used the N-word when trying to explain to a staffer why he preferred hiring Lizzie Hunter over Dan Marjarly as head coach in 2013. Oh, I heard this one. Hunter was a first-year Suns player development coordinator while Majorly was in his fifth year as a Suns associate head coach. And I quote from Robert Sarver, these niggas need a nigga. 
for these for these curves. Yep. And uh, man, this this is a lot more. Uh, it, there's no reason why this white man is saying nigga more than I do. Yep. None. Not none. And I say it all the time. And this white man is saying more than that. Okay, you know what? They're, they, I, the NBA has launched an investigation, and I swear to God, because Adam Silver don't play that. Because y'all seen what he did. Donald Sterling, he got bounced quickly, like banned mm-hmm. from the NBA. Like, that can't was, even go to a game now. Yeah, that was Adam Silver's first move. Exactly. Yeah, that was his first move. First move. So, Robert Sarver, he, he, he gone. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, and he also owns the Phoenix Mercury. Oh well, yep. Oh boy, that's not good. Um, oh my, yeah, he's he's getting fired. And then it was one last story I want to talk about. It wasn't racially related, but once I heard this, bro, I'm like, hell no. So basically, back we were talking about a little bit earlier. They were trying to sign on Marcus Aldridge when um. I think it was like when once he left uh San Antonio. No Portland. He, oh Portland. Oh, so oh, so this was back then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was, and basically for okay. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Cause he wanted to go to San Antonio because his kids were in Texas, so he wanted to be close to his family. So Robert Sarver decides in order to keep the Phoenix players in Phoenix. He wanted all of them to go impregnate strippers, local Phoenix strippers, to have their babies so that they'd be forced to stay in Phoenix. Which means that when that you remember what well, you remember that video that went viral with them two girls from uh and they were talking about how they were strippers and that uh they got ran through by a whole NBA team. Yeah, Selena Powell. Yeah, so that basically confirms it was the Phoenix Suns. Um yeah. Yeah, ba- ba- pretty much confirms it. Um, yeah, I don't know what what his problem is, but he he needs to be fired now. And I have all the faith in the world that Adam Silver will do the right thing because he's done it before. But he he just needs to go. That's that's all I can really say. He he needs to be fired three weeks ago. And just, just, nah, nah, that's, that's unacceptable. That is completely unacceptable in any regard. But moving on to a more positive note, in some cases, more than others. Um, so the NBA is about nine, 10 games in, into the season. And everybody says, you know, the 20 game mark is where you really start to notice like okay this team's gonna be this this team's gonna be that what do they need to work on and everything i have some thoughts um first things first um you know with damon and Jalen not on the show i have to speak for all three of us when i say that um unfortunately we owe someone else on this show a little bit of an apology um we dog walk and dog shit on this team so much and we talk about how the Pistons and the Thunder and the Lakers are going to do what needs to be done 
and this this one team ain't gonna be shit, right? As of this moment in time, only one of those teams out of the four is good. And you know what that team is? It's the Washington Wizards. John's Washington Wizards. And I I I winning. No, this is not this is not how this was supposed to happen. Okay. Um Kyle Kuzma has somehow managed to I, I, I don't know how he's done it, but Kyle Kuzma is averaging oh is that only averaging 14. Wait, let's let's see. Let's check his percentages. Cause I feel like if ooh, ooh, damn, 40%. So I mean honestly, it's still fuck him, but you know. <laughs> This team is currently six and three, fifth seed in the West, tied with Brooklyn at that. So, John, what, what do you have to say about um, these Washington Wizards and, and what you've seen so far? I am very happy. They have exceeded my expectations. I thought we would struggle this year because you got new players on the team, new coach, basically a brand new roster. But I, the improvement in this team is significant. I'm glad that they kept some of the assistant coaches from the Scott Brooks era to now with West Unsell Jr., and I see that the players, they trust their new coach. They have a very communicative relationship with them. So I think that achieved much success with the court. And then Montrezl Harrell, that's a different dude. That We needed that, that power forward position to be strengthened. We needed that to be strengthened. And I that's, that's a huge help. And then Kyle Kuzma, he has those, he has his Kuzma moments, but he has improved. And I have, you know, talked bad about Kuzma. So I have to apologize to Cal Kuzma. I'm not apologizing. I'm not. Okay. I refuse. Let's let's see what happens 20 games in. But um the next team that I want to talk about, my Detroit Pistons. And Man, this team was supposed to be good, but they fucking suck. Um, Dwayne Casey needs to be fired. I know Jalen said that uh, Dwayne could be coach of the year, but I thought that with this people, like we have the same roster, the same exact roster. So where we were playing good, but we were tanking last year. So of course the rock, the record was ass. Same exact roster, but added one more key motherfucker. We, we should be at least the seventh seed right now. We are dead last in the East. And the second to last team, first team in the league, only behind the Pelicans. Okay? Uh, Dwayne Casey is literally the worst offensive coach in the league. The Pistons are literally the worst, the number 30 ranked offense in the league. But we're like top, I think we're like 18th in defense. So Dwayne Casey needs to be fired. Also fired John Beeline, okay? Because John Beeline broke Sadiq Bay's shots, 
Okay. Ever since he came in off John Beeline broke broke his shots. I, I don't know how to explain it. Sadiq Bay has been playing like hot dog water. And I don't understand. Like he is hesitating on sh- shooting. And he was the best shooter in last year's rookie class. I don't understand. Sadiq Bay has been playing like dog shit. Isaiah Stewart, I mean, he's had his great moments. I mean, y'all see when he y'all see when he did the the bitch ass Blake Griffin. Y'all, y'all seen that. You know, I gotta I gotta get that on the shirt, man. You know. Um Killian Hayes has been, oh my god, Killian. I talked my shit about Killian Hayes, but Killian Hayes is playing well. Like he's not playing great yet, but Killian is finally starting to get his stroke together. Um pause. Um, who else on this team do I want to talk about? Um okay, two people in particular, and then I'm gonna stop this rant because I know I'm going a little long. Corey Joseph. I am thoroughly convinced that Corey Joseph and Dwayne Casey are in a secret relationship. I genuinely feel that Corey Joseph and Dwayne Casey are having sex before the games because Corey Joseph should never be playing 20 to 25 minutes, ever. When Killian and Cade are doing what needs to be done on court, why is he pulling them off for garbage minutes of Corey fucking Joseph, who can't hit a shot to save his life. So, yes, I think they're fucking. There's no way. Unless it's either that or Corey Joseph has, like, some deep, dark secret and he's blackmailing Dwayne Casey for minutes. That It has to be one of those two. Either they're fucking or he's blackmailing Dwayne Casey. Because Corey Joseph is not good at basketball. And the last person I want to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, I said this when we signed him. Why... Why did we grab Trey Lyles? What does Trey Lyles do? He does not provide anything, anything at all. He is the most useless player in the NBA. Let's not forget that Denver traded him. No, they traded. They they potentially could have had Donovan Mitchell, but no, they traded him to Utah for Trey Lyles. And now we got the motherfucker. And we could have had Donovan Mitchell. But no, but it's okay. I like Luke Kennard anyway. But last thing I want to say about the Pistons, man, Kelly Olenek, bucket. I I shitted on the signing, but I love Kelly, man. Kelly, you are great. Continue being great. But, John, um, these Los Angeles Lakers. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh man, I hate their fans. Oh man, I really wish Damon and Jalen was on this episode, man. No, let's save this it, boy. Let's save it. Let's save you it. Yeah, let, let's say let's say the Lakers rant until we're all back here. Yeah. Um, talk to me about Golden State. Golden State, they got Gary Payton a second, and and he has been locking them down. And people are like, "Oh my God, Gary Payton second. He was a great defensive player. I'm sorry. But uh, when he was on the Wizards, he was doing the same shit. So I'm not surprised. I am not surprised. I met Gary Payton second. He's a cool guy. Pretty cool. We actually communicated when, like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't get why people are so surprised about Gary Payton the second. And then people, and the Warriors are going to be dangerous when Clay comes back. 
I'm sorry. Oh my god. They're, they're gonna be dangerous when they come back. Shoot, they seven and one right now. Seven and one. Nobody expecting them to be seven and one. We expect them to be five. And five. <laughs> Shit, you on your own, bro. I told you, I told y'all Golden State was back. I told y'all, bro. Um let's see who else. Um look, I knew I said Chicago was be gonna be good, but damn, like damn. Man, Chicago been rolling through everybody, man. Like they they're actually the third seed. Um, they are better than Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Milwaukee is currently the 10th seed, which is insane. Um, Charlotte, oh man. Oh my god. Listen, Charlotte is gonna make the playoffs for sure. You know, they they're standing at five and five right now, dude. But but Melo has them going off. But let me tell y'all something, bro. I know that I said Lonzo was winning most improved, but I'm changing my mind right here, right fucking now. Miles Bridges. Oh, yeah. Miles Bridges is winning most improved player of the year. I I don't care. No. Miles Bridges averaging 24 and 8. Miles fucking Bridges. Oh, no. Well, well, now 22 and 8. And he's the best rapper in the NBA. Okay, you know, you know. See, he knows. He knows. Okay. I, I love it. Last season, he averaged 12 points. This up right now is averaging 23. He went from 12 and 4 to 23 and 8. He's winning most improved player. Oh, yeah. And I, I love, again, I love Lonzo, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, are there any other teams of note that I want to talk about? Bucks, they're four and five. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. They'll 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 figure it out. Yeah, they will figure it out. Yeah, they'll be all right. Um, damn. Uh, Minnesota. I mean, they bro, they started off hot, and then they went back to being the Timberwolves. Yeah. Um, I think D'Angelo Russell might have to get traded. Speaking of trades, I, I I said this last year and I said this during the offseason that I Jeremy Grant should not be traded, but at this point, it's time to listen to some offers. Because the way he's been shooting, man, no. And the Pistons need a shooter. So I I really been I've been saying this. I really feel like we need to try to get Buddy Hill. I don't know how. I don't know who for who we get up and give up. I mean, we got hella players who don't deserve a spot on the roster, and I, I, I think I think we should get Buddy Hill. I, I really do. I really do. Um, are there any other teams you want to talk about? A team, the Kings are the sixth seed right now. Say what? The Kings. Sacramento. Yes, Sacramento. They're five and four. Tied with the Lakers. Oh my god! Oh, I can't wait to I can't wait till we do this Lakers talk, bro. <laughs> I'm about to make moves. They got the same record as the Kings, bro. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I I can't, bro. I'm I. Oh my god, that that's terrible. That's actually terrible. 
Oh my god. The fact that the Thunder got us two wins over the Lakers. Damon about Damon about to act the ass. Damon is really about to act the ass over this man. Oh yeah. Like, bro, they lost two straight to OKC. Almost lost to Houston. Oh boy, I can't wait till we ooh. Yeah, we that's gonna that's we gonna tee off on that one. But that's gonna do it for the NBA portion. And moving on to our last topic of the day is how to build the perfect WNBA player. Looking at a lot of the different ways the players play, like some of the of things that the intangibles that people have, like IQ, ball handling, shooting, passing, all of those things, and taking a player who we think is the best in each category and combining it into one player. So starting this off with basketball IQ. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm I'm stuck between Diana and Sue Bird. I'm I'm stuck between those two. Okay, I see a stank face. Wait, 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 wait. I was thinking. Courtney Vanderson. Okay, definitely. Oh no, I definitely had her up there too. Okay. I definitely had her up or there too. Lindsay Whalen. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anybody else I would put in there? Um, but Sue Bird, Sue Bird, Sue Bird up there for IQ. Sue Bird. But I don't think Diane's Rossi. Possibly. Possibly right. Okay, so IQ was IQ is very debatable. Now passing. Um, I'm going Tisha. I'm going Tisha Pinachero. I'm, yeah. I'm going Tisha. That's a great choice. I'm going Tisha Pinachero. Ooh, that's a great choice. And everybody thinks like, hey, look, I love Super. But dude, Tisha, she's. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, man, like, let me think. And then ball handling. Oh, you know what, John? You can go first on ball handling. Ball handling. Ooh. Okay. 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 Um. Man, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh. Ooh, you know what? I think we have to skip. We gotta go to another topic and go back. Because mm. I'm, I'm gonna just give mine now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Simone Augustus for me, for me for ball handling. So okay. we'll come, we'll come back to you. Yeah. So for IQ, I said Sue Bird, passing Isha Pinachero, and ball handling Simone Augustus. Now moving into defense, who, who would you take defensively? Uh, Candace Parker, because she just doesn't just, you know, just block player shots, but she also draws charges. So that's a great defensive strategy. So Candace Parker, when it comes to defense. Yeah, I agree. I agree with CP. Um, what else? Okay. Shooting, specifically three-point shooting. Um... Actually, no shooting overall. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know. Shooting? Um, I, I'm going to take Deladon. Man, Deladon went 50, 40, and 90. Oh, shit, she sure did. The only, yeah, she's the only one, too. Yep. Um, man. I want to say between Deladon, maybe Allie Quigley, um, damn, I don't know. Uh, okay, okay. So between those two, between those two. Um, now clutch. That's where we going, Diana. Yeah, that's where I'm going, Diana. That, I mean, no, no, no question, no argument. No, absolutely, no not. absolutely not. No response. Absolutely not. No petitioner. Nothing. And now rebounding should be also obvious. It's Brittany Griner. Yeah. Come on now. No, no, Candace no, 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 Parker no, no, could no, also no, no, be. No, 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 no. Sylvia Fowles. Okay, she she's up there too. So, you know, Brittany, I, I'm I'm going Brittany. Okay. Um, you could say Candace Parker, you could say um Dewana Bonner. Um oh Rebecca Tina Charles, Sylvia Falls. Mm. I forgot Rebecca Brunson. Right, right. Damn. So let me let me go back through mine right quick. So, so for IQ, I said Sue Bird. Wait, who you remember who you said for IQ? IQ, uh Courtney Vandersloot or Lindsey Whalen? Um, passing, I said Tisha Penichero. Did you wait? Did you say somebody else or did you say Sue? Passing? Yeah. Now I agree with Tisha. Okay. Handles, we said we were coming back to, but I said Simone Augustus. Um, Defense, I said we said oh yeah, we both said Candace Parker. Shooting, I said Allie Quigley and who did you say? Della Don. Um rebounding, I went with Brittany. And you said Sylvia Falls, right? Sylvia Falls and uh, Rebecca Brunson. And Clutch. Diana. We both said Diana. Now, okay. I, I want to add a tribute. Uh, best attitude. Okay. Best attitude. Uh. I would have to say um, Natasha Cloud. Okay. Um, I'm going to go and say Kennedy Carter, but I'm saying it because of the I, – I really do respect the way that she's been handling this situation with the dream because 
we we all know that whatever is going on is not her fault. And she still remained professional this entire time. She, at least I haven't seen her personally drag the team, even though she truly deserves to. So I'm I'm going to go Kennedy Carter, at least for now. And okay. uh, going back to handles, do you do you have a pick? Handles. Hmm. Becky Hammond. Forgot about Becky. I forgot about Becky. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of another category because I I'm, I I want to go more in depth with how we could build this player. Um. Okay, strength. Okay, who would you who would you say like if you if you wanted to add strength to this player? Who would you say? Strength. Ooh, okay. Uh, either Lisa Leslie or Lauren Jackson. Okay. Because I'm thinking either Lisa Leslie, Tina Charles, or maybe Tamika Catchings. Okay, okay. So, wait, who, wait, who are your two again? Uh, Lisa Leslie and Lauren Jackson. Wait a minute, that just reminds me. Wasn't Lauren Jackson beefing with uh, Lisa Leslie? Yeah. In the Olympics? Yeah, that was the whole video. That's crazy. Like they broke it yeah. down and everything. Man, that is so. That is so crazy. Like I think Lauren Jackson. Pull Lisa Leslie's hair off and be yeah yeah yeah. It was her ponytail. That's wild. Oh man. Um. Okay. And the last category. Last category. Footwork. Who 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 would you say? In order to make the perfect WNBA player, you had to have their footwork. Dang. Footwork. Okay, I'm going to start with the post. I'm going to start with the post uh, footwork. And I'm going to go with uh, Neko Gwumake and Della Don when it comes to footwork. Okay. You said that's that's in the post. So, on the perimeter or just overall, who has the best footwork? Uh perimeter. It could be Maya Moore. And guard wise, uh. As much as I hate to say it, Sue Bird. Yeah, I, w- I would go with Delanon too. Um, 
Okay, no, 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 no. The very last category. I know I said that was last, but this is the very last category for sure. Leadership. So when it comes to being that person, like you don't even necessarily have to be the best player, but when it comes to you are the glue that holds your team together. You are the player that gets everyone involved. You bring out the best in every single last one of your teammates. And I'm going to say Maya Moore or Tarasi. Okay. Leaders. Leaders, leaders, leaders. No, I'm going to go with Candace. Okay. I'm going to go with Candace Parker. Because let's just before Candace joined Chicago, Chicago was really a championship team. Oh yeah, that was a championship team, but they never knew how to freaking win. Especially the one in 2019 when um, Hamby threw up a hail mary and made it (laughs) at the because Courtney Vanderslip. She, how do I say it? She had the ball and was trying to kill time by passing the ball to Derek to a diamond to shield. But here's the thing: Courtney Vandersloot is like a ninety percent free throw shooter, and yeah. diamond to shields was like eighty five. So the fact that Courtney Vandersloot passed the ball was like why, but it made sense. And then Derek had me like tur- like caught the, stole the ball, threw it up. And made it <laughs> like, and that eliminated Chicago. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm because it's like I don't know why I was trying to like put Candace Parker on a back burner for some of these, but I shouldn't have because leadership she definitely should have been up there. So I don't know why I did that. I don't know, but okay. So we have all of our categories together, and we have all of the players that we would include in the list. So now let's actually try to pick one. Okay. So for IQ, we said between Sue Bird, Courtney Vandersloot, or Lindsey Whalen. So, John, if you had to pick between those three, who would you go with? Repeat that. Sue Bird and uh, Lindsey Whalen? Sue Bird, Lindsey Whalen, and Sloop. I'm going to go with Lindsey Whalen. Okay. All right. So let me – so the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to just put it in bold so that I know for sure. Yeah. So passing, we we both said Tisha Pinachero. Yeah. Um, Handles-wise, between Simone Augustus and Becky Hammond. I'm, I'm sticking with Simone. Mm-hmm. But if you had to pick one of those two, who would you go with? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Simone. Okay. All right. So defense, Candace Parker was unanimous. Shooting between Allie Quigley and Elena. I'm gonna go with Elena. Um, I think because yeah, because Elena was your pick, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm I agree. I would pick Elena. 
Um, rebounding. Now, this one might be tough. Yeah. So we said between Brittany Griner, Sylvia Falls, and Candace Parker. Wait, it was somebody else. I Rebecca forgot. Brunson. Oh, yeah, Rebecca Brunson. Um, I don't know because I'm I'm kind of stuck between Brittany and Candace because I'm saying Brit like my brain is saying Brittany because I mean Brittany just grabs rebounds like that's just that's what she does. But then Candace Parker, her rebounds are always the important ones. Like always, like she's going to get rebounds regardless, but she's going to make sure she gets the report, the important ones too. Not to say that Brittany Griner doesn't, but I mean, y'all, y'all saw what Candace Parker just did in the finals. So it's between those two for me, and I'm still trying to think. But in the meantime, John, who would you pick in regards to rebounding? Rebounding, I'm going to go with Sylvia Fowles. Okay. Uh, what, 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 what's making you pick her over everybody else? Uh, Sylvia Fowles, uh, she, I think she just passed Rebecca Brunson as uh, WNBA's uh, all-time rebounding leader. Okay. Um, let me think. Uh, you know what? Let's just go with Sylvia. Let's go with Sylvia for rebounding. Um, clutch. I did include Maya Moore, but I think we can both say that Diana Taurasi is the most clutch player. Yeah. So that's Diana for clutch. Attitude, Natasha Cloud or Kennedy Carter. I really don't know. Um... Um, I don't know. I'm in, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. But who, who would you pick? I choose Natasha Cloud because she brings so much passion and energy to the game. Oh, so you're, you're talking attitude in regards to like on the court. Yeah. Okay, because when I when I when when I when you said attitude, I was thinking off the court. Okay. Oh, okay. So honestly, you can just do a combination of both, so that we so we can just split that category into two. Then, okay. Yeah. Um, strength. We had Lisa Leslie, Lauren Jackson, Tamika Cashings, and I forgot to put her on the list originally. But Tina Charles. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna go Lisa. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, Lisa Leslie for strength. I'm going um, to go with Tamika Catching. Okay. Um, let's see. So, we so we just leave that one in the middle, too. Yeah. Footwork, we said Nyeka, Elena Deladon, Maya Moore, and Sue Bird. Um... I think I'm going to go Elena on this one, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then leadership between Maya Moore, Diana, and CP. I'm stuck between Maya and Candace. I'm stuck. I'm, I'm, I'm truly stuck on that one. 
Um. Okay, well, John, who would you pick first? I would choose the better leader. I'm gonna choose Candace. Man, I I I don't know. Man, I I true I really don't know. Oh my god. This this is this is this is actually might be one of the hardest ones. Cause I mean my my amour did so much in so little time. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know, like she came into the league the way she just came into the league and just I mean, cause wait, cause because Candace won MVP her rookie season too, didn't she? Rookie, yeah, she Candace won rookie of the year and MVP. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, I don't know, I don't know, man. Um, okay, you know what. Cause I mean, like, their 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 awards are somewhat kind of identical in regards to their leadership. Like, they both won have won multiple championships. Candace, I mean, Candace has two, Maya has four, and they both only won one Finals MVP. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. You know what? I'm gonna go Candace. I'm gonna go Candace. I'm gonna go Candace. Okay, so here is our curated perfect WNBA player: the IQ of Lindsey Leyland, the passing ability of Tisha Penichero, Simone Augustus' handles, Candace Parker's defense, Elena Deladon's shooting, Sylvia Foles' rebounding, the clutch genes of Diana Taurasi. Um. The on the court attitude of Natasha Cloud and off the court attitude of Kendi Carter, Lisa Leslie's strength, Elena Deladon's footwork, and Candace Parker's leadership. I would genuinely be terrified. I I would genuinely be terrified to play whoever this player is. I Jesus. Yeah. I'm I'm genuinely just I'm looking through, like, I'm true, like, just looking at it, and this shit is scary. Like, th- this is automatically a GOAT. The-, the GOATs of basketball, like, women's basketball. Like, I I just, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Like, this one player would break every single WNBA record within the first game. I ha- I have absolutely no doubt that every single WNBA record would be broken in one game by this one player. And that's terrifying. Yeah. Man, but what what do you have any more thoughts on what this player would potentially do if they were real? Win every championship. By themselves. Yeah. Like 
they're, they're, they wouldn't even need a full roster. It could just be her and some, ran- some randoms. Her and some random four. Honestly, she could take a whole team by her damn self. Oh, yeah. I think so. I think so. But yeah, that is that is our version of what the perfect WNBA player would look like. Um, if anybody else, you know, listening had any suggestions on what who we could add to a different category, who would you replace? Let us know. But with that being said, that is going to bring us to the end of this episode of Who Plex. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see y'all next week.